911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I thought that we could talk a little bit about how to simplify sex. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. It's my belief, and this is based on my experience working with clients and having the opportunity to share so much in terms of intimacy with the people in our Facebook group and people that I get messages from on a daily basis, that we just complicate things when it comes to sex and intimacy. And what do I mean by this? I mean that there is so much flooded into our minds nowadays when it comes to things like scrolling on social media, if you are somebody who watches porn, you have these certain impressions of what reality is supposed to be like, not knowing that a majority of the content that you're consuming in that aspect is actually filtered and edited and scripted and simply not true. And so we hold ourselves and other people to these particular standards and we expect this from other people and we don't necessarily expect the same of ourselves sometimes. And I wanna get back to the basics a little bit when we talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And for those of you who don't know, essentially there's a pyramid and within that pyramid, there are things that we have to have that are non-negotiable in order for us to be able to survive. So we have the psychological needs, which are the things like food and clothing, and then it goes into things like safety. That can also reference even job security, for example. And we have love and belonging, our needs, our friendships, our relationships. We have esteem and self-actualization. And we don't really realize how much of these things are important and how much of them are missing because we're so convoluted with these flashing lights. Imagine going onto the Strip of Vegas if you've never been there. There's no time of day that you can go where you're not distracted by some sort of stimulus. And it's the same thing when it comes to our intimacy and the things that we think we're supposed to do or supposed to have versus what is actually happening at home or most importantly, the things that are actually missing. And I just got off of a meeting with somebody He's been married for a long time. He has an incredible relationship with his wife. But I asked him a question and what I said to him was, hey, when is the last time that you actually made your wife feel like a woman? And so he's like, last night. And he's such a macho man and you got to love it. And I'm like, "Okay, well, how is it that you made her feel like a woman? And he goes on and he explains to me how he was able to watch the kids and take care of things at the house and give her some time away from the the home herself so that she can go and do her own thing and you know, cleaning the kitchen. And she got home and she was just so happy because the, all the things were done. And I was like, OK, well, man, that's super nice. But how does that make her feel like a woman? And when you stop and you think about that for a second, especially if you're a man listening to this, and even if you're a woman, if you're a woman, when's the last time that you actually felt like you were a woman and what made you feel that feminine energy and the opposite side of that is if you're a man what is it that makes you feel like a man how can a woman treat you what can she say or do that will actually make you feel like you're the man in the relationship and the biggest problem that i see right now is we have society telling us that it is no longer okay for you to act like a man Society is trying to literally cut your balls off and tell you to go fuck off 
and to stand in the corner and that a woman is supposed to stand in front of you. And I have something that might be a little bit upsetting for some of you to hear, but for others, you're going to completely side and agree with what I'm about to say. And it's the fact that we need to allow the men in our lives, the space and the opportunity to just be the fucking man. It is not that complicated. It is not chauvinistic. It does not mean that a woman has her place and a man has his. No, what it means is that we're allowing the men in our lives to exercise their primal and God-given right to be the man that they were born to be. And when we're suppressing that, when we're suppressing those needs, those desires, even if it's just the simple verbalization of being a man and being able to talk how you really want to talk, well, what happens then? As with any of us, these men are no longer allowed to operate in true fashion. So they're lying. They're suppressing their, their genuine, their true emotions. They're having their true, genuine desires fulfilled in other areas, whether that's infidelity, whether that's watching porn, whether that is, is talking to people in a way that's inappropriate, maybe going out to the strip club, or maybe it manifests in things like substance abuse. Maybe that one to two beers every night after getting home from work turns into three, four, five, and even double that on the weekends. And that's a problem. And the, the funniest thing is, the easiest way for a woman to feel like a woman is to be surrounded by a man who acts like a fucking man. To be treated like he is her protector, he's her savior, he's her safety net. Have you ever stopped and wondered why so many women are attracted to police officers, officers, firefighters, armed service members. Just stop and think about that. Not all of them are sexy. Not all of them are, are even worthy of speaking to because they're, they could be arrogant or whatever the thing is. But think about that for a second. Why do you think that so many women, why do we have these calendars that fire departments sell with half naked men on them? Well, I'll tell you why. These men in, I'm just referring to men in particular, these men who are dressed in uniform and wearing a badge are the epitome of safety, trustworthiness, and dependability. And when we go back to the primal level of things and we think about what a, a cave woman would have wanted, well, she would have wanted to feel safe. She would have wanted to know that she is with a man who would be able to fight off predators who would be able to protect her and her offspring. She would want a man who would be able to be somebody she could trust to come back home to protect her and her family in the cave. She would want to know that she was with a man who is dependable, a caveman who would come back and, and bring them food and, and make sure that there was a warm fire going and that they would survive. And it's the same thing when it comes to the men that our first responders and well, not all of them, but in majority, the men that are first responders and armed service members, they, they are the epitome. They are literally the image of those exact same things. But what happens when we have a man who is this image, he's supposed to be all of these things, that safety, trustworthiness, and dependable man. But when he comes home, he takes off the uniform. And not only is he taking off the uniform, but he's taking off all of those other attributes that she wants. She needs those. And these things happen, number one, when a woman 
decides that she wants to live her life in a way to where she is the one with the pants in the relationship. And when she does that, I want to be completely, completely honest here. What she is doing is she is pushing away the true fulfillment, the true things that will genuinely give her the life in terms of intimacy and sex that she's always wanted. And she probably doesn't even know that she's doing it. As women, we are constantly testing the men in our life. And most of the time, we don't even know that we're doing it. We want to know just how far we can push the limit. And we're not doing it to try to be superior. We're pushing the limit because we want you to push back. We want you to be that strong man who holds the door for us, who walks on the side of of the sidewalk where the traffic is at. We want you to be that man who we know is going to protect us. And when you do that, when you show up in our lives as that man, the craziest thing happens. That biggest complaint that men have about not having enough sex, that biggest complaint about fighting too much, it disappears. And instead, this bantering, this fun, loving environment starts to ensue and then your relationship starts to transform in ways that you never would have even imagined. So I think that as we wrap this episode up, I just want I just want to let everybody know that we need to let off the gas a little bit and not make things so complicated. Things are actually really, really basic. And the quickest thing that we could do, the thing that we could start by doing today is by making sure that we treat our men like men and men, you respect, honor and appreciate the women in your life. And this isn't just your intimate partner. This is all of the people that are in your life. And if you decide to try any of these out, please make sure that you're having open communication with your partner. Don't all of a sudden show up as this this dominant man if your spouse isn't used to something like that. Have an open conversation about how you want things to change and you're going to try a different technique and see what the response is. Know that I appreciate you sharing your time and listening to my shows. It means so much to me as I watch the growth of this podcast. We are we are certainly growing and it is something that I am I'm so honored to be able to do. And if you have gained any value from this show, please do me a favor, drop a review and subscribe if you haven't already and know that I am sending you a long tight hug from my home to yours.